You're listening to the Packernet Podcast Network. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Rodgers quickly gets rid of it. It's caught. It's a touchdown. Dobbs turns around to make the grab. And that's on Jonathan Jones, the number one corner. And that's why I like Dobbs. He does these things that all of a sudden make it quarterback friendly. Eyes get back. And that is spinning in it. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome once again to the Packernet Fantasy Podcast, also known as PFP. Check us out online at packernet.com. Find us on Twitter and Instagram at underscore PF Podcast. I am your host, Jacob Buss. Joining me are my co-hosts, Tony Brooks and Bad Luck Paul. We are without Justin today. The man apparently, again, has to like be a family person or whatever, has children, four crazy boys. I will say, Justin, if your wife is listening, when we text Justin and said, dude, you're going to make it, can you just pop in? He said something around verbatim-ish that my mom, or the mom, when she's mom and she mom's like 100%, she's the best mom in the world. So when she needs a night off, I try to be 100% in for her. So I'm giving you some brownie points, bud. All right. Trying to help out with all that. <laughs> <laughs> so you can thank me later today we're going to dive into week five of the nfl matchups and of course our very own very early sunday matchup across the pond with the new york football giants we're also going to check in on the other nfc north matchups as the bears and vikings square off i'm going to have bad luck paul do us a little preview on that we're going to get into the studs and duds our game picks is game picks as well as try out a new segment with some underdog fantasy which is going to be kind of cool we're going to mix it up a little bit um, there's similar prize picks. However, I, I think they give you a little better stat line options. And as well, they give you a chance at a 20 times payout if you correctly enter in the five out of five over under picks. We'll get into that and a lot more. But first, let's hear from the boys. Tony, how are you doing? And by the way, I think I came across an interesting photo of young Tony Brooks back when he was uh, mastering his craft being a mathlete at one Holton Elementary. Uh, <laughs> it looked like a pretty, um, pretty baller. It's weird. He has the same eat you know what grin on his face that he literally has today <laughs> it's, it's, it's am i wrong paul is that that you know what grin it's the exact same grin yeah hasn't changed a bit how you doing oh look at that oh and by the way guys just to clue you in we're watching the thursday night uh, ball game naheem hines out right away first drive i think that had something to do with paul uh but now it looks like there's going to be a rotation between some dude named jackson and maybe philip Lindsley, if i'm not mistaken so jacob uh, I know you haven't seen it yet either. I just went back to watch it. Uh, it's bad. The the knockout. 
Oh yeah. What is it with us? When we're on the dead. when we're on the podcast, dudes just get knocked out like violently. And man, yeah. Oh geez. Okay, maybe if the Packers or Vikes play on a Thursday night, we'll we'll pump the brakes next time. Um, but anyways, <laughs> uh, Tony, how you doing? Oh, Anything to, to mention do. right off the bat? Uh, no, just uh, here uh, in Hudson, Wisconsin, which is great to be back home for an extended period of time, which is not often. Uh, enjoying the Thursday night game. That hit was terrible. Watching him get up looked real bad. Uh, Paul it. did not uh, understate that thing. And for those of you who aren't on my Facebook, maybe Jacob will throw it on the you know the uh, podcast oh, yeah, page or something. But there's a great Twitter. picture of me winning some match championships. You know, you know what I'm saying. There's a great picture uh, of Paul at yeah, the gym. There's gonna be a there. lot of pictures of me throwing up. <laughs> <laughs> we do need a progress pic. Could be confused for an NFL athlete. That's what I'm uh, saying. People be like, is that, is that Rashawn Gary in the gym? No, that's Paul. Oh, that's Paul. Okay. <laughs> I am like the same size as the Viking center, I guess. So Right, right. That's so <laughs> Coming off with a torn ACL and a torn Achilles, like back-to-back. He celebrated making it through September without a major leg injury. So let's just give him August. some credit. He's, he's not the man. August. August. Yeah, I was August. just happy about August. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, let's jump right into this Packers versus Giants matchup. Again, obviously, it's happening in London, so it's it's a whole different ballgame. I mean, literally, it's the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, 8.30 a.m. Central Time. I don't even care to know what time it is over there. October 9th, Sunday. It's on the NFL Network. Um, it's interesting when you look at the overall matchup predictor on ESPN. I don't like it when it's like this. It's an 86.9% Green Bay to a 12.9% New York Giants win. And there's a tie of 2.1% of the people think it'll be a tie. And I, I just don't like when they're that hyping us that much. And at the time of when I took these notes, the over-under was at eight. and or I'm sorry, the over-under was at 41 with the uh, Green Bay getting eight points. And um, I don't know, man. I, I just don't know exactly what to think. PFF ranks the Packers overall as the 11th best team. The New York football Giants PFF does not like they are ranked 31st out of 32 teams. So yeah, I don't know what to think about it, but it's really weird to me that New York, they seem like a bit of a one trick pony, but that one trick could work against the Packers because we all know we are Swiss cheese this year when it comes to run defense as most years. And you look at the, uh, the NFC East right now, who would have thought, but maybe this might be the most talented division in football. I don't know. Philly's in there at 4-0. Dallas 3-1 who nobody saw coming after Dak went down. New York's hanging in there at 3-1 and and then Washington's kind of, you know, dragging along there at 1-3, but they've been in a lot of, of games. Um, and then the, commandos. Get, the commandos. <laughs> and then obviously um, with what's about Commando. to happen between Minnesota and Chicago, if the Packers can win, I hate to say that I'm, you know, I, I never want to root for Chicago, but this is one of those weeks where <laughs> yeah, you, you know, you can't help but just, I don't know, man. It's going to be interesting for sure. The injury report yeah, as Paul, of. What do you think about that game? Sorry. Well, I'm going to get into that. We're going to get into that. We'll let Paul do that little preview in just a second here. I just want to quick get over the Giants as of Thursday, 10-6, 2022. Darius Tony still questionable. Leonard Williams, Julian Love, Richie James, Tyrod Taylor, all questionable. And I also saw that Danny Dimes today did not practice or he was limited in practice as well as again, the backup uh, Tyrod Taylor. I think he's still in concussion protocol. So though, as we just saw, they're not rushing dudes back. If you get one of those concussion injuries, especially after everything that's happened, Caleb Jones for the Packers is going to be out already. Kylan Hill's out. I am interested to see when Kylan Hill maybe could 
get back on this roster as that third string running back, maybe show up on some special teams. We have Adrian Amos, who's questionable, and Jair. So that secondary is a little banged up. I don't know what to think about this. Um, when you look at the matchup for the team metrics, again, PFF does not think very highly of the Giants. The power rank for the Packers is fourth overall. Defensive rank is still third somehow. The offensive rank is second. So the strength of schedule, the Packers have the 15th rated one. The Giants have the 31st. I mean, it just it does seem like it's a lock for the Packers to win. But as soon as I say that, I shudder with fear because – you know, it's almost, it's a primetime game, but it's not, you know what I mean? It's the opposite of a primetime game. It's a morning game, but it's in a different continent. I mean, I, I don't know what to think about it. I would love to say that we're going to have this as a lock. I don't want to put that in front of a, uh, get too ahead of myself. You know what? We let's just jump ahead though. And let's let Paul, Paul, do you want to do a little preview for the Chicago bears Vikings matchup? Is there anything you want to touch on what you're afraid well, first of? First of all, I want to respond to everything you just said, I guess. Okay, fine. About the Packers. Well, I have some questions actually. Are the Packers uh, by on my week next week or no? No, we have a late buy, I believe this year. Okay. Uh, I last week during the Vikings game, they said that it was really rare for the teams not to take a bye after the after the break. And oh no, yo, we got we got screwed. We have the uh the least rest in between games of any team in the NFL this year. Oh, I love hearing that. Zip it. Uh, but the Packers they didn't fly in till late. Did you see uh Aaron Rodgers' comments about uh being upset about that? That he didn't not really upset, but he he wanted oh, he's to upset. be able to if he uh, said drink, anything, he's drink upset. A, <laughs> he wanted to be able to drink a pint with the locals. <laughs> oh well, if that's the case, then yeah, I'm glad because <laughs> yeah, I, that means that LaFleur made sure he did that on purpose because he is exactly thinking these guys are gonna go out and start, you know, pounding Guinness all night. I don't know if that's what you do in London, but whatever. And then the la- last that's thing obviously I want to say is... some of the guys on the network. So we want to make sure that we. Yeah. <laughs> We're the only drunks here. How... Dang it. How, okay. How, how are, how are the Packers the last team to go to Europe? You know, what's even crazier than that. I read a stat that'll blow your mind. This has been the NFL Europe has been going on for years, years and years and years. This is the first time that an NFL matchup has been held on Europe soil, European soil, with two winning teams playing in the same game. What? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now, like, basically, That's this was kind of like the – if you were a scrub, the early, you know, the year before, the NFL's like, all right, you're going to Europe. You're sitting on that plane. You're going over there and dealing with all that nonsense. So it, it is a little exciting, I'll be honest. I love the fact of being able to wake up. I'm an early riser, like I've said in past episodes. I wake up at, like – 5 a.m. I know Tony's an early riser. I don't really know what Paul does. He's he's constantly in the gym, so I'm sure he needs to sleep at some point. Right. You know, uh, <laughs> guys, he, he's got to eat and sleep at some point. He can't just train and train and train. So uh, he may have to take that one off. But, you know, I, I'm excited, man. I'm excited to wake up. It's like Christmas morning style stuff going on there. Do you want to jump into the 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 Bears Vikings preview, Paul. Yeah, sure. Anything? Yep. Sorry, sorry. I wanted to. No, no, uh, I love oh, that. That's great. I, I was, just I was didn't patient. Want to force you. I was patiently awaiting you to shut up. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, Vikings Bears. Uh, I, you know, it's. I was worried about going into the Lions game. The Lions looked a little bit more for real this year than uh, in past years. The Bears game, I am. I am not worried at all. Uh, they. They are bad. I think Justin Fields is uh, become quickly becoming uh, getting into bust territory. 
I would be you very think he's if I was quickly there. becoming. I think he's already got to show uh, that he has to get of the. He's got to get that's out what of the I'm bust. Saying. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, the Bears have yeah. not had. Oh, a you passing... can play quarterback for the Bears. That's what I'm saying. Bears have not had a passing <laughs> touchdown in the last three weeks. That's unbelievable. <laughs> They look really bad, uh, but you never know. They'll they'll muck the game up a little bit. And I don't know. I don't, try to... I don't even think you guys can screw this up. The Bears last week, they had – Fields had six sacks on 11 completions. He had over half as many <laughs> sacks that he had completions. That's an, unbelievable. Boom. Roasted. You can't even just stop laughing. There's so many ways the Bears can lose this game. It's un, It's unbelievable. Yeah. I will say it is. It, it's a little troubling if I'm a Viking fan that I already got Lewis seen on injured reserve. Andrew Booth Jr., who's our Ooh, basically our. Did you see that? Did you see that Lewis seen injury though? No, I did not. Ooh, do yourself a favor and don't go look at it. I won't. It then. is. Did that was air cast? Gruesome. It was a compound fracture. Oh you know no! A, what a compound fracture! Yeah, that means, that means it's coming the out bone the bone broke the skin. I can see yeah. The bone. <laughs> <laughs> well, and then it's. Uh, yeah. I couldn't believe it, but when you look at PFF's quarterback comparison, they had a power rating rank of Fields at 18th and Cousins at 10th. I don't know how that happens. That's or that, crazy. I don't get that. It's got to be factoring in running a little bit. Heavy, I was going right? to say it has to be the fact that he can tuck it and run, and that's basically and all probably there. doesn't throw any interceptions. I guess since he never throws, he doesn't throw the ball. Yeah. Well, the over under uh, set at 44. The spread they're giving you know minus seven to uh, the old Vikes. There. Do you think they're going to pull this out? I mean. Vikes are three and this, one on on paper. Okay, do, you, do, you, so do you feel like they're a three is, and one team? Uh, no, I do not. But the Bears are that bad that That's I'm true. fairly confident. But my, I'm curious. So previous regimes of the Vikings, they've uh, always played close games, no matter what. Didn't matter the opponent. It was always a close game. You might as well just book it. Uh, I can. I feel like I can count on one hand how many times they won by double digit points. This offensive coach, maybe it'll happen, but I, I'm still skeptical. So um, I, I I would say let's – I mean, let's go, we're, we're going to get double digits. We're going to get a double-digit win. I'm saying it. Double-digit win. Ten point, so I just did you guys a – Yeah, so I, I just did you guys a big favor. Uh, the Vikings will lose this week. Uh, I actually also have a weird gut feeling the Giants are going to win. So this is Ooh. not – this is really not good in my life, to be honest. You're here uh, to hear, so. folks. The Bears win and the Packers win and the Lions Yeah, there's your there's Packers your Bears, two-team parlay. <laughs> uh, what are you taking the over-under at 44, Paul? Ooh, over-under at 44. Uh, over, because I don't think our defense is that good. Uh, so we're going to have to out Against the Bears? Uh, yeah, yes. I got to go under uh, on that, but I'll take it. Sorry, I'll... I, I just think our defense is really not good. Uh, they're 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 bad. <laughs> okay. That's the other option, yeah. If they're not good, they are. Uh, as a, uh, Zedarius and uh, Daniel Hunter both look slow on the outside on the outside. So I think some of those in rounds that you love so much might uh, might pay off. Dar- Darnell Mooney uh, has a way of just he he puts up big games against the Vikings if you go back and look at it. Um, so I, I I have a feeling they're going to be able to score uh, a little bit more than we expect. So, but the Vikings will pull it out. Uh, maybe even they'll get their offense going. Vikings thirty two, Bears twenty one. 
just say 32 to 21. All right, let's put it down. <laughs> let's move on to the game picks. I'm going to start it off. That's a weird number. For that football. is a weird number. There has to be something weird going on for that to work. So weird, game, weird things happen in the Bears games, you know? That's true. That's true. All right, game picks. I'm going to start off. I'm going to do Packers over the Giants, 31-17. I'm going to say that there's a deep ball somewhere in the Watson, or a deep touchdown ball to Watson. And then for my lock – I'm going Jags over Texans. This is the second week. And in this one, I'm not just saying Jaguars so I can say Jaguars correctly and smite Paul into the ground. I'm actually thinking that this is going to be a a matchup that's very easy for them to win. The Texans, as much as I thought they had maybe a glimmer of hope this year, they're 0-3-1, 0-2 away. I just don't see this working out very well for them. The Jacksonville Jaguars have a very stout defense. Christian Kirks came alive. Trevor Lawrence seems like he's kind of figured out how to throw in the NFL. And then my upset special of the week, the Seattle Seahawks. Oh, over the Saints. Do, do Seahawks make that sound? I don't know. Really that sounded like a pretty good thing. Seahawk to me. <laughs> a bad sound and a bad pick. Okay, well, guess who's not a bad pick? Geno Smith, today. sir. He's 102 out of 132 for 1,037 yards passing and six touchdowns. Rashad Penny, he's a person who's got 49 carries, 292 yards and two tuds. And then Chris Olave, I will say, I'll admit when I was wrong, I did not want the Packers to draft this guy because I did not think he could be an NFL receiver. He's proven me wrong. I think God. he's killing it. He looks because pretty. He looks pretty yeah, good. <laughs> he's looking pretty good. I was wrong. I didn't. I, I I thought he was a little fragile man, made of glass kind of thing. But he seems like he's at least competent enough to to do it. Do you guys think this Geno th- Smith thing is real? I do. No. I believe Stop in Geno Smith. <laughs> you hold on. I want to bring a memory back to the podcast <laughs> here. We haven't talked about this yet. But years ago, this hit me the other day. I was out running, and it, I was listening to our podcast, you know, trying to study up how I can make fun of the beard model and bad luck Paul the next week. And I, it reminded <laughs> me of a time when Jacob, at one point, this is a real conversation, he argued with me that Joe Flacco was a good quarterback. No. And I was like, okay. this is the most blasphemous okay. thing you've no. ever said. It was right That wasn't even that long ago. Okay? I well, Still, to this day, I guarantee – all right. Wikipedia Joe Flacco up this year. That's right. Wikipedia Joe Flacco (laughs) and just read his origin story and then his 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 journey through the NFL and then all the little you know details about his life and tell me you're not a Joe Flacco fan. I refuse to put that down. That was was such a defiant on Wikipedia. (laughs) It's not just Wikipedia. I'm just saying if you want to get a quick part owner of the Rams. All right, you know what? Let's move on. I'm not going to sit here and (laughs) dignify this conversation with any sort of response. Tony, who are your game picks? And I will not have Joe Flacco's name spoken in vain in this podcast ever again. <laughs> we should you when I wear Greg Dorch's jersey, you should wear a Joe Flacco jersey. That's all. Deal. It's out of respect. Anyways, Deal. uh, I really like uh, the San Francisco 49ers over this week. I think there's gonna be a lot of points scored in that game. I, I don't know if there's any other uh, shows on the network that will help us with any over-unders, but I would lean on them. I think the Niners go over this week. I also, this feels gross. I'm going to, I'm going to pick Minnesota Vikings minus seven. They're going to cover. Uh, I know the it's gross. I feel dirty saying it. Yeah. Uh, the They're at home. Their defense has played pretty good, especially against bad teams like the yeah. bears. And let's be honest, the bears are just really bad. Like Paul said, yeah. 
Uh, I think Delvin Cook, he was almost one of my studs this week. I think he's going to have a big week. He's due for one. Uh, everybody's kind of sleeping on him right now. I, I think the Vikings put it together and win by two touchdowns. Yeah, I'll admit uh, that And then my I, last one is – Real quick, I actually did pick up the Vikings defense when I saw – I wanted to drop Cincinnati, and I'm like, who can I pick up? I saw Vikings playing the Bears. I'm like, yep, that'll do. There so, it is. That's a, that's <laughs> a mistake. <laughs> I'm telling you, our defense is just gross. Well, maybe everybody feels, lock, maybe everybody feels that way about their – Pick up Vikings defense. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All right. Was that your last one, Tony? You got your uh, upset or anything like that? Yeah, I got so, one more. I like I like the Cleveland Browns potentially to win the game or at least plus three. That defense at home, that run game, get the Chargers off the field. Uh, I, I think that game's gonna be a lot closer. At least they keep it to a field goal. If not, maybe pull it out in a close game. So that's I what like I got it. for my game. What about you, Paul? Uh, my lock of the week is. Is, uh, I can't believe it, neither one of you stole it. The Titans uh, over the Commandos. Uh, the Titans are favored by, <clears throat> by only one and a half in really? that game. So uh, I think the Titans are starting to show their true colors. They've been playing a little bit better lately. Um, and then my upset of the week, I kind of already mentioned it. Uh, I, I, I have this weird gut feeling that the Giants are going to pull it out in Green Bay. Green Bay not having any experience over there uh, in, in London, and it's just a different – it's just a little bit of a different environment. Um, the refs have been uh, really against Green Bay this year, so that's going to continue. They're going to screw you guys over, and the Giants are, just keep winning. They're, that's what they do. Yeah, you know, because, like, what would the Packers know about playing in a cold place that's, you know – Filled with a bunch of drunk it's cold. It's just <laughs> rainy. Yeah, that's <laughs> it's just I a bunch of cold, Europeans damn drunks. There, all right. I said, they're damn, a different type of drunk. You know what I mean? They're a, they're a different. They're a different type of drunk. Right, right, right. All right. <laughs> well, uh, Paul, was that everything? We got everything. Yeah, that's there. A, yeah, that's. I only got two picks this week. Oh wow. Yeah. Really phoning it in. Thanks, Paul. Studs well, and duds. I was, I, was, I was gonna okay, I would say Kansas City uh on Monday night, but that feels like we're already gonna be talking we're gonna be on the air on Monday night. So that's a good I, that's, I, that's that's perfect though. Because then we can make fun of you live on air. Mm, good point. All right, I'm taking the Chiefs by <laughs> they, they're laying seven points. Uh so I'm I'm taking the Chiefs over the uh Las Vegas Raiders. Okay, perfect, perfect. And let's move on now to our studs and duds, formerly start and sits, but this is so much cooler. I can tell everybody loves it. <laughs> All right. I'm going to start this one off. This one shouldn't be too surprising. It's Melvin Gordon, but it was surprising in our uh, group chat this morning. Paul said, do not play Melvin Gordon. So Tony, I, and Justin all put as much money down in <laughs> Melvin Gordon as we could. Javante Williams went out for the season and it's a no brainer to me that He's going to be running back one. Apparently, Mike Boone is stealing a bit of uh, reps here and there, but yeah. not enough to worry about. Mike Boone, the old former Viking, Viking which, Mike yeah, Boone, yeah, yeah. which I will admit, <laughs> you guys do seem to have a weird knack of having really good backup running backs that back up like your great running backs that you have. So it's it's really hard to get a match for that. I, I'd like to. I would like to think. I would think that Alexander Madison could have been a starter on you know multiple teams this year, and who knows. The consensus ranking right now for Melvin Gordon in week five is the best ranking they have him at running back 10 worst running back 28. To me, that's a gamble that I'll take every time. I, I really think he's going to be on the higher end of that and um, he's going to be the featured back going forward. So that enough to me is, is enough to make me trust him. He hasn't had the greatest start to the year, but again, he's split in time. So my other start Saquon Barkley, this feels horrible. I don't want to do this, 
But like I said, the Packers are Swiss cheese right now, and you know that they're a one-trick pony. That's all they're going to do. They're going to give him the ball until they can't. We have the Battle of the Quads going on in London, and Barkley has been a top-12 fantasy running back three of his four games this year, and the Packers just don't seem to have it right now. And Barkley is grading out as the second-best running back in fantasy football right now. So I would be so happy if I get a dose of bad luck Paul stuff going on right now. And I jinx it completely. And I could definitely jinx Paul in the same motion. Cause he thinks the yeah, this is perfect. So my sits Devin Singletary versus the Pittsburgh Steelers. Singletary has 30 fantasy points over the last two games. So I seem like an idiot for doing this, but I see negative regression. And I think that some of the other backs may steal a bit of his thunder. I do need Gabe Davis as well. Who's been really terrible to wake up. So I'm hoping that maybe he wakes up, takes a little bit of uh juju from the offensive run game there you know maybe you know I, I just i'm not seeing it happening this week even though the pittsburgh steelers are not great against fantasy running backs another sit real quick Najee harris i do not not like him at all this week going against buffalo it just doesn't make sense to me he has not scored more than 12 fantasy points in any game this year and the bills are pretty stout against the run so i just don't like that matchup tony what are you doing with your starts your studs and duds i should say my stud uh, of the week, everybody's sleeping on him. We had a guy in our fantasy league joke about him, Alvin Kamara. He is going to come back on the map this week. He's going to have a big game. Uh, I would recommend getting a piece of him before the price goes up if you can trade for him. Uh, I, I offered up a trade to get him to the guy that made the joke about him in our, our uh, listener league. <laughs> He obviously didn't think it was too funny because he tried to counter and get Jamar Chase from me, to which I quickly rejected. Uh, Justin, but I think, I, I think he has a pretty... Justin pulled it off, right? Yeah, Justin ended up getting a pretty decent deal for him. Uh, not too bad at all, which I was impressed with. We're missing Justin on here. Justin, hope you're having a good good night with the kiddos. Uh, we're thinking of you. He's got three of them, three little terrorists right now, getting beat up, like punched. (laughs) 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 Lion, it's crazy. All right. Um, Uh, What about uh, the other start of the week? There you go. I got one more stud. Uh, Gabe Davis. Everybody seemed to be giving up on Gabe Davis. He nicked up his ankle. He's getting it back. They're going to score some points this week, and and the Steelers are okay at shutting down number ones, but number twos are are going to get their targets, and he's going to score some touchdowns. Uh, so he he's gonna get there. Paul needs it in his touchdown league too. We'll we'll throw a shout out to Paul's touchdown league team. Uh, my duds. We haven't talked about the week, touchdown league at all, you know. I know that was a little uh, parlay into it for later. A little teaser. They call that a teaser in the That's podcast world. Yeah. Uh, Ooh, I'm learning. My duds of the week: Amari Cooper. Uh, I I just think that they're gonna run the ball like crazy. They're gonna try to keep the Chargers off field. It's a home game. Uh, I think they'll try to get out to an early lead and hold on to it. And then I think Hollywood Brown is going to face a tough, uh, tough number one shutdown corner this week. And uh, he, he's going to have a quiet game. He's a little dinged up too. So I think it's more of a Zach Ertz, Greg Dorch type Greg Dorch, game. Um, and I think they're getting, um, what's the, uh, I'm trying to blank right now. I'm totally unprepared. Uh, the, the other receiver they have coming back. It's not Hopkins? Isabella. It's- DeAndre Hopkins. No, 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 no. I am so sorry. I will think of it. We'll come back to it. I'll interrupt you guys. But they have somebody else coming back this week that uh, is good. Um, good, not great. And he is getting healthy and come back. I think Hopkins is week six, is he not? Yeah. Yeah. 
Not talking. Well, uh, he's Rondale suspended through, we- oh, Rondale he's suspended yeah. through week six. Oh, good pull. Good Rondale, pull. Rondale Moore is who I was thinking of. Sorry, guys. Good. Uh, but Darius Slay from Detroit, Philly signed him a couple of years ago. He's having a really, really good year, and I think he will be on Hollywood Brown. I feel like he had a good year last year, Maybe I'm crazy, but he did. There was one or there was like a random year where he was like really bad, and then he got good again this year. So I don't know if it's last year or the year before, but he he's been a stud, and he's had a really good start to the year. All right, all right. Those are my studs and duds. Paul, Polina, you ready? My my Mason Anthony Brooks uh, (laughs) studs of the week are. Uh, Austin Eckler, um, the Browns, uh, run defense is actually terrible. Um, I believe it's worse than the league. I had it, uh, but they are, they are not good against the run. Uh, Keenan Allen is, they're still expecting him to be out and Justin Herbert is still, uh, nursing those ribs. Um, so I think they're going to lean on Eckler quite a bit here. So, uh, good start, good start there. He, and he always racks up some receiving yards. Um, and then the second one is uh, Devonta Smith uh, from the the Eagles. Devonte Smith. Jaguars. Devonte. Uh, ah. The Cardinals, the Cardinals defense really isn't that good. Uh, they're giving up fifth most yards in the league this year. Cardinals will be trying to stop. <laughs> they'll be trying to stop AJ Brown and Devonta Devonta Smythe is having a weird is what having a quiet breakout season. Uh, he looks a little bit better than last year. He was just too too small last year, I think. So um, he's added those extra three pounds and really you know of muscle. It's really it's kind of looking like Tony these days. But oh, yeah. uh, I oh, can't yeah. I can't say much. <laughs> And then my uh, my Tony Brooks duds of the week, uh, Terry McLaurin. He just really hasn't gotten it going this year, uh, and I just expect the Titans to take the air out of the ball there. Um, and the Titans kind of always play close games, so it's not going to be one of those situations where the Commandos are trying to come back. So uh, bench Terry McLaurin if you haven't already, because I know you Terry McLaurin uh, owners are really frustrated. And then the other one is uh, Zeke Elliott. If you have a backup running back, you can put in at all. Uh, he's really not done much at all this year, but the real issue is the Rams defense is allowing 60.2 yards uh, per game rushing. So I have a feeling that uh, it's going to be a little bit more of a Pollard game with some of those dump offs and maybe that'll be their running game. So I would, I would bench Zeke tonight. Absolutely. This weekend. Yeah, I can't help but agree with that. Zeke's kind of been just a definite dud for sure, for sure, for sure. All right, guys, before we jump into our next underdog over under unique exclusive Packernet podcast over under segment, we're going to go ahead and take a quick commercial break and we're going to come right back after we pay some bills. We all have smartphones and we all know they're pretty amazing, but they also can be amazingly distracting, especially when we're around other people. So U.S. Cellular wants us to reset our relationship with our phones by putting down our phones for five. That's right. A company that sells phones wants us to put down our phones. And to see what we find, learn more at uscellular.com forward slash built for us. In the hobby, it's not easy being a fan of ripping packs or repacks. We get all hyped up thinking we're going to get some high-value Jordan Love card, but with zero transparency on available cards and hit rates, it's all just a shot in the dark. Until now, 
Introducing Slab Packs from ArenaClub.com, the only repack that provides real value, a complete view on all possible cards, and clear hit rates for each one. Now when I buy Slab Packs on Arena Club, it finally feels like I know what I'm getting. And honestly, the best thing for me and my son is the fact that we're kind of novices into this. When I walk into a card shop with my son, and a card says it costs $40, kind of just taking his word for it that that's a good value. So I appreciate the transparency on grading, as well as just getting excited about seeing what you could potentially get. Right now, you can get 10% off your first purchase by going to arenaclub.com slash packdaddy. Wow, that's crazy offer. 10% off a $400 slab pack. That's 40 bucks right there. Anyways, that's arenaclub.com slash packdaddy for 10% off your first purchase. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. And we are back. Thank you for letting us pay some bills. So we are going to go ahead and start our new over-under segment. We have been using prize picks, but for whatever reason, prize picks sucks. I'm kidding. Prize picks is great. But we want to check out underdogfantasy.com, give you guys a different perspective. They sent, again, a little bit just of a, a different stat line. They give you a couple different options. It's a little different dynamic. You can only pick one player. So, for instance, Saquon Barkley, they give him an over-under of 79.5 rushing yards, 28.5 receiving yards, 107.5 rushing plus receiving yards or 16.05 fantasy points total. So you can pick either one of those four higher or lowers. You can't multiply it on any single player, which is kind of cool right away. Let's, I guess let's just jump right into that one. So Saquon Barkley, they got him slated at green Bay again, Sunday, 8 30 AM at 79 rushing yards. As much as I, gosh, and the 20, man, for the 79 and a half yards rushing, I have to pick the over on that. What are you guys thinking? Eric Cam- Devondre Campbell. <laughs> you cannot say names. And, uh, and I know that's terrible. And Quay Walker, uh, their tackling issues have not been great to, or have not been or will not be great for facing Saquon Barkley this week. Yeah. Um, so I'm gonna go with the I'm gonna go with the solid over there. What about you, Tony? You know, uh <clears throat> so London games typically uh, have been low scoring, very similar to uh, Thursday night games. And as long as we can keep him from those couple of big runs that he has, you know, everybody else gets tired uh, at the end of the game. It doesn't seem like Saquon does because he's a monster. Uh, yeah. If we can limit those big plays, I think we can keep him under. And, and us being ahead early and often, which I hope we are. I said this about the Patriots and was dead wrong, so don't listen to me. But uh, if we get up, and we can limit the big plays. I think he'll stay right around like that 55-yard mark and we'll be good. His receiving total will likely go over then. Uh, his total yards will be good, but uh, I, I think he can go under. Okay. Yeah. Remind me quick, Was am I imagining things or was Darnell Savage injured last week? No, Amos, I believe, was injured last week. Amos, is he, is he back? Uh, he's still questionable. Him and Jair are, are day-to-day, and honestly, I – 
I don't know why I think this, but just the fact that we're playing in London, I don't think they're going to force them back. And again, that just is just a boneheaded thing. I'm just throwing out there. I don't have any reason for that. But in my head, for some reason, that makes sense. It seems like a Packer thing to do that we're just going to keep him just for whatever reason. Maybe they don't think he's rested enough or the, the change in sleep schedule. I don't know. That's just my theory. But let's move on to Aaron Rodgers. We'll uh, we'll touch on a few of these here. They got him at slated at two passing touchdowns. 16.95 fantasy points. And I did hear on, I don't remember if it was ESPN or NFL network today that I don't believe Rogers has scored over 17 points yet this season on any game. Also, he's slated for 32 and a half passing attempts, 233 and a half passing yards. As far as the two and a half, I'm sorry, as far as the 233 and a half passing yards, uh, I'm going to go over. I think that Rogers is going to go, and want to show the European crowd that, uh, you know, I think he's going to want to, he's going to try to throw highlights, man. I think I, I want to see long balls. I want to, that's what she said. Three, that's going to be a, that's what she said. I know it, it's going to be, um, <laughs> I mean, I control it. So now it will be, <laughs> it's going to be, for sure. <laughs> but I want to see them get Christian Watson in the mix. Like I said, my prediction was that they're going to throw some bombs down to Watson, try to, you know, really stretch the field. Maybe even Lazard, Cobby, who knows, man. Uh, Dobbs, they've got some options. It's really fun to see that I thought going into this year that we were going to be very, very conservative and very, very run heavy. And it's not really the case. I mean, we've we're still getting our feet wet with stuff, but I'm I'm pretty impressed with how we've done so far. Tony, what do you think about the 233 and a half yards passing? Are you going over or under on that? I th- I think it'll be close. I think he'll sneak over just because I think we'll score a lot of points. Uh I'm gonna call. I'm gonna call my shot like I like to do every week. I he's kind of due for one of those goofy rollout rushing touchdowns that he has. Uh, so I think he's gonna do that in London. So if there's a Aaron Rodgers rushing touchdown prop, you guys want to jump on? I I think you should get on it. Do you think is but, there a way uh, that you can? I think uh, can you double that bet or parlay that bet? Does he do the belt after he does that rush in Europe? Because <laughs> it like you know it's that's basically where you bring out your moves. It's like if he's a WWE wrestler or whatever, he's going to do the Stone Cold Stunner after he scored. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's going to do his signature celebration because he's across seas. He's got to show him this is the belt. This is what the belt looks like up close. You know what I mean? Uh, I think that's a great call. Okay. Uh, if if who's ever does booked there looking leap, at does But it's not a Lambo leap. Can he even leap into the nah, stick? Can he do that? Belt. He can't even. Nah. He can't do that, sure. right? No, not everybody box jumps all day like Paul. So it's like, you know. Yeah. <laughs> He's not in the gym like Paul is all the time. Uh, oh, real man. Quick, Paul, you really got to put you really got to put that picture up. With me, <laughs> Tony's actually got Tony could actually give you a whole lot of pictures. He could keep you uh, he could, from the my pictures my wife has sent to Tony. He could probably keep you pretty entertained for a while, actually. Okay. Yeah, let's give a shout out to Nikki. She knows how much I love ridiculing Paul. And she'll send me embarrassing photos of him at all times. Like the worst moment you've ever catch your significant other. He captures that on Snapchat, sends it to me to keep like a diary of. So we've got we've got fantasy football leagues where embarrassing pictures of Paul are my team photo. It's awesome. Oh, that's wonderful. Um, well, let's move on quick to Mr. Aaron Jones, who has just been absolutely killing it. His average yard per carry has just been insane, basically since he's been in the league, but especially the last year and this year. So 89.5 rushing and receiving yards. To me, again, that just begs the over. You guys know I'm a sucker for the over, but 89 and a half yards total for Jones is light work, especially going against, I don't think it's a great Giants defense, but they've shown up in pockets. 
I'm taking the higher, the over. Um, what are you thinking, Tony, with that? Yeah, I think, you know, when you look at these over-unders, you got to look at uh, the game flow, right? How, how do things fall? Uh, but I think with that, it doesn't matter which way it falls. I think that's such a low number in the yeah. way he's been being used uh, in our offense and utilized. I think that's a pretty safe over. I like it as well. I agree with you. Yeah, he seems like he's – I mean, you never – you don't think of Aaron Jones as the definitional three-down back, you know, because usually they're a little more stout and I don't know. But he can – he's so shifty. I think Ryan said it at one point. He is so good at – like, especially when it's like a zone stretch run or, a you know, a stretch run and you look at it and you're like, oh, there's no way. There's no hole. He's not going to do it. And he just just slips through at the last second where it just kind of opens up like the Red Sea and you're like, what the heck? How did he do that? And then he's real good at moving his, his shifting his range of direction while he doesn't stop his, his, his motor. And it's just incredible. Paul, what do you think about the 23 and a half receiving yards? To me, again, that's a slap me in the face, take the higher all day. It is, uh, I, you know, I, I, I want to be the contrarian say he's going to go under it, but uh, Aaron Jones, he's, he's just been good this year. He's just been good. That's the only way to say it, to be honest. So yeah. um, 23 and a half receiving yards. I think he can get that in, one 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 play to be honest. One one little screen. Matt Ryan is stumbling down the... He's not looking good. Okay. He almost Sorry, threw an interception earlier on that drive. That's all good. Uh, yeah. Right to the same way. So, uh, but yeah. So Aaron Jones, I I think yeah he'll get he'll get that possibly in one catch with those rumbling stumbling right. we, weird style of where there's like he's like holding his hand up on offensive lineman's back the whole way. Yeah, the guy it, he just doesn't go down. It's just it's, it's a that is it's true. interesting running that. style. So it's like he's surfing on the backs of the offensive line. Yeah, it's it's yeah it's frustrating for me. <laughs> so AJ Dillon, AJ Dillon's been one that's a lot harder to figure out because this guy just he seems. I don't want to say that he's taken a step back from last year, but he just seems like he doesn't have the vision and the explosiveness out of the initial, you know, handoff that he did last year. And I could be just crazy and not seeing things the right way. They've only got him slated at 54 and a half rushing yards, 13 and a half receiving yards, 71 and a half total and 9.95 fantasy. Hold on. Sorry. Sorry to cut you off too. Uh, the commandos versus bears next Thursday night. Oh Lord. Oh yeah, we're definitely yeah. That one's. We might have to start a little later so we can watch more of that while we're on the podcast because that one sounds entertaining for show. Exhilarating. That's the word we're looking for. Exhilarating. Yes, yes, yes. Um, Tony, what are your thoughts on AJ Dillon? Any of those stat lines that you can that pop off the, the page at you to take? Yeah, like you said, he's been hard to figure out. Uh, if we go up real big early. I could see Aaron Jones getting a couple big plays, and then maybe we we bring in Dylan to really pound the rock and and bring the game home. So maybe he's a really big second half. Um, well, I think that's the key it with Dylan. To be honest, plays. I think you guys haven't had yeah. the big leads yet. That's why he seems yeah. like he's been worse this year. I think he is Gosh, the ultimate true. four minute guy who can just take you down the field uh, and just milk a whole quarter out if you if you need him to. So, yeah, good point, true. Tony. That's true. Quite the astute observation there, Paul. Very good, sir. (laughs) That sounds way more Australian, but I'll take it. All right. And then Alan Lazard, they upped, I think they upped his receiving yards. They got him at 47 and a half, 9.75 fantasy points total. Um, Man, for me, Lazard is another one that's just kind of, I thought he would be the, the standalone wide receiver one this year. That's, that's my fault. And he, in a way, has when he's been healthy, when he's on the field. 
he's he's gotten a lot of solid looks. I think he gets a lot of Rogers first looks, but I, I really do think that Rogers is actually, it's not just interview speak anymore. It's not just Mike speak that he really is starting to realize that Romeo Dobbs and Christian Watson are for real. And I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that he has admitted he's looking back at tape and he's seeing that if he just looks, you know, in one of these guys's direction, maybe a half second later or in with his first read, these dudes are open and they're not just a little open. They're very, very open, especially Christian Watson. He is that stride speed that you cannot coach. That is just, that's just something that you're born with. Um, and it's, it's, catch? it's, it's, Hey, yes. Trust me, I know. I hate you. Bro. That's yeah. Both of you guys just <laughs> freaks of natures. Um, Romeo Dobbs. This was another one where I feel like it's a gimme 44 and a half receiving yards. I don't know. Give me that all day. I'll take that all the time. Absolutely. I have a, I have a, yeah, Dobbs I like Dobbs better than Watson. Yeah. I agree right. with Paul. We're in Dobbs agreement over. on that. Tanyan at 24 and a half. He scored a touchdown last week. Tony called out Big Bob. You know the answer. He's, going you know over. the answer. <laughs> keep going over. It's coming. Going He's going to keep getting strong. Bob going over. Hey, you know, if you just go over every time, eventually you'll hit it, right? Because it'll true. lower the line enough. Yeah. Um, and then real quick, let's do uh, Christian Watson, 16 and a half receiving yards. To me, that's like you start with Easy. that one on every single one of your lineups. And then you Easy go under, right? What? <laughs> Easy under, right? What? No. <laughs> no, Paul. No, Paul. Why is he here? Why are you the way you are? Why are you the way that you are? Why are you the way that you are? Honestly, every time I try to do something fun or exciting, you make it not that way. I hate so much about the things that you choose to be. Cue Michael Scott clip. All right, boom. I'll remember that later. All right, guys, let's get some quick news and notes and we'll get the heck out of here. I know you're all sick of, oh God, Melvin Gordon just fumbled, Paul. <laughs> yes. Oh. Please don't tell me this is right. Hold on. I'm going to watch to make sure. Is his knee down? His knee. Oh, it's a fumble. All right. We had to end. Uh, There was a flag. No, it's it's trust me. I'm ahead of you. It's it's a fumble. All right, guys, let's get some quick news and notes. Let's get out of here. Alvin Kamara ribs says I'm going to be out there in week five. Russell Wilson is removed from the injury report, as I already can tell, because dude's playing right now. Gabe Davis practices in full Wednesday. Sounds like he was a go in Thursday. Danny Dimes practices Wednesday, but he was a little bit limited. So I'm interested to see how that, you know, ends up. And then, of course, Jonathan Taylor, he's out. That wasn't really great news and notes because that's basically going to just happen tonight. But anyways, we tried. We tried our best. And. Do you guys want to touch on anything else? Any um, any <clears throat> bets that pop off the page this week? You know, stuff like that that we should really be locking in. Anything like that? Any any stuff? Any tips for getting up extra early and not falling asleep by noon? Because we're gonna have to be up there, guys, watching that full three four hours of game coverage and pregame, and then by the time it's it's noon and we got a whole full day of football to go. You gotta you gotta pace yourself. You gotta pace yourself, especially if you're an angry drinker after mm. you lose. Yes. You don't you don't want to be passed out by three in the afternoon. Got a pregame right? with some good breakfast. <laughs> Maybe start with a bloody Mary. Don't get too crazy. Um that's uh, that's my that's my suggestion. Uh, what do you think, Tone? I I like the Packers over. Uh early, early, uh early game in London. I think we're gonna score at least thirty. 
Um, for the record, that Melvin Gordon fumble was not a fumble. Jacob's a filthy, dirty Thank liar. You. Paul, Thank bad you. luck. Paul was right. Uh, <laughs> Houston, Jacksonville. I think that game goes over. Um, you know the it's been unusually low scoring to start the year, and I think there's going to be a lot of overs this week. A lot of the over unders are in the a low to mid forties, and I think those numbers are going to be significantly higher. Uh, for the next Tony, couple of weeks. So Tony lives That's his cool. life by the mantra that life's too short to bet the under. So take his over bets as a grain of salt. He was telling me <laughs> over tonight and it's six nothing going into halftime practically here. Hey. There's still a lot of time left, Paul. <laughs> hey, hey, you. Right, it. All right, well, unless you vagabonds <laughs> have anything else you want to talk about, that's gonna do it for another episode of PFP. Thank you all for joining us. And as always, feel free to hit us up with any questions or comments or just anything at all by emailing us at packernetfantasy.com. For Tony, for Justin in spirit, and for bad luck, Paul, I'm Jacob signing off from BFB. And of course, go, Pat, go. F-Tom Brady.